Hi there. Okay, bit of an update from Monday when I went to work. Of course, Snitch's friend was nosy as always. She asked the other co-worker who works on a Monday, um, the other technician, on what was happening to the other guy that I work with on a Friday normally. And of course, she wanted to find out what was happening because he had the meeting last Wednesday evening with the management consultant. I don't know who else was there, or if it was just her. Um, so, it turns out, and I don't know how true this is, because this was coming from her. From the snitch's friend, that is. She said, the guy that I work, you know, the co-worker that I work with, he was not told about the complaints from, the, from these, these patients. I find that very suspicious. I don't know if she, you know, if the, um, the management consultant and the boss even bothered. I doubt they did. So it's very possible that, she, you know, the management consultant was trying to, you know, gather all the information from everybody herself and then just say, this is what's happened. Or perhaps she expects us to tell him. Now, this is very suspicious. Um, I don't know what is, you know, Generally speaking, I don't know what's the truth. And from the way I see things, the management consultant probably wanted to wait until she got more evidence before attacking. I use the term loosely, okay? So um, she needs to know what was the truth. And I think she got enough feedback from the doctors complaining about this, this, this co-worker. Um... What happens after that, I'm not sure, because I don't know. I have no no one's telling me anything. Seemingly because I'm not part of the, quote, admin group. Okay, whatever. And... Sorry, I have a cold. Clearly, it's just making me struggle. Um, but this is very... This is very much... A major deja vu of what happened to me. I can confirm this. This is serious sabotage because I know everyone's trying to save face. The admin team are all trying to save face, saying, "Oh, you know, he was rude to the pro you know the practice manager, saying, you know, this is how you, you know, you, if you don't understand, ask me how to do the work." And then the, the practice manager probably got offended because she thought, "What I have been doing this for so many years. What about you?" The bottom line is, and I think this is why this is where the culture difference kicks in. You people probably feel offended. I think mostly it's mostly Guaylo. They're offended if someone younger and who's not white in some way, okay, make him also be Ang more as well. You don't like it when um, a younger person who's more quali who's qualified, who's who knows what to do, who does their job, is saying something. You don't like that. Okay, ageism. I understand this because I feel the same about anything I do, my age becomes an issue versus younger people who are obnoxious and more arrogant and okay, more, you know, much more intelligent. In this situation, if you're clashing, if these specialists are clashing with this co-worker because of the way he does his job and you don't agree with his, re you know, his readings, I can't help you that. That's something else entirely. That's a medical that's the medical side of things. I, you know, I can't help with that. 
if it's the way he is, just his behaviour, his demeanour, well, that's, that's something else. Maybe I could say something, you know, on the lines of, yeah, okay, he's like that, but once you get to know him, he's okay. You know, and... But I sense no one really likes the way he is. And, you know, the snitch's friend, she was just... She's obnoxious. She's arrogant. She's a narcissist. She thinks she's good and everything. She's yeah, I know I sound a bit rude, but I don't mean it that way. So until someone calls you out and you actually listen, you're going to keep doing that. And her... You know, the snitch was just another entity of bitchiness, clearly. Her versus the co... You know, the current co... My former co-worker. They're both bitchy. They're both arrogant. They, their egos are ridiculous. They think they're both smart. I can't be dealing with that. You're both mafan in your own way, and I, I hate it. And how and how am I going to do my work? You know, I'm not supposedly part of the admin group. I need them to tidy up their stuff so that I can do my job. And it never happens. And even the practice manager, I know she's older, but still, come on. Really? You want us to work as a team? I don't really see that happening very well. Senior management just don't, just don't care. And now I suspect this co-worker I normally see on Friday, he's probably, I mean, he probably won't want to come back. And I, you know what, I don't blame him. And if he wants to sue, I can see this happening. It would come, you know, he should just, you know, he could potentially do that. And I was, you know, as I said, I was close to doing it on my side when this stuff happened to me, when this sabotage and witch hunt happened with me in 2020. So now I'm just, I'm slightly angry with everybody. I know something to, I mean, he probably doesn't, he's, you know, men might have a very different way of approaching this compared to how I do it. He probably think, oh yeah, well, I won't come back then, bye-bye. You don't seem to appreciate what I do, bye-bye. And, you know, that's it, be done with it. But I could see the sabotage from, the, you know, from a while ago, and I, you know, part of me is thinking, should I have stepped up and said something? Should I have stepped in and said something to the um, management consultant about how he works with me? <laughs> Maybe I should have emailed her. Not reply all over, but just, like, reply to her only. She takes what she wants. She takes whatever, you know, take what she will of what I say. But then again, it may not mean anything because as experience goes, you don't care what I said. You don't care what I say. You never did. You know, when I was saying, oh, this person was bossy. Oh, this person's arrogant. Oh, this person's very straightforward. You didn't listen to me at the beginning. Yeah. Sorry, I thought I was going to sneeze. Um, I would think if he was told from the very beginning, you know, by the management consultant that th there were these complaints, maybe he, you know, the co-worker might have done something, taken more, you know, something would have been done quicker. Not just leave it hanging, hanging. And again, look at what happened with me. They took their time. I was just like, I give up. And I was just, I was thinking of going quietly. But then, no, you know, the management consultant ripped me to pieces in that email in October 2020. <laughs> and then that, like, we need a meeting. Yeah, you know the rest. I don't, I don't think I need to go there. 
I don't know what to say now. This, as I said, pre you know, by previous recordings, this particular co-worker is the only one where I don't have to hide myself so much. I can just be me. Uh, you know, my... I wouldn't say Chinese-ness, Chinese-ness, whatever. I mean, my ethnicity, he acknowledges it, he respects it. It's not like in a yellow, like the yellow fever way. And the fact that, you know, okay, we're, we're all Asians, we're different Asians, of course, but, you know, cultures are sim almost similar. You know, we could talk about that. I think I just feel more, com I think I just feel more comfortable with those kinds of people who don't overdo it, who don't overstep their boundaries and just be, and you know, the obnoxious side, you know, the obnoxious stereotypes. You know, it's refreshing for me. I haven't been able to have that kind of conversation about my culture um, for so long in this workplace. And now I'm not going to have this kind of conversation again in a hurry. I'm sure, of course, I think the other two technicians are pleasant people I just don't see them much they just do what they do it's just this particular co-worker I see normally on a Friday you know that's probably going to be gone by then and I don't know what's going to happen next you know everyone got their wish they want they probably got wanted to get rid of him this Sundera and now he's probably not going to come back uh, he's got qualifications hey yao liu so he won't, it won't be such a huge loss. But then again, you know, I don't want to be greedy. That'd be a bit of a small loss for me because I won't have anyone else to talk to and feel more relaxed with, even when he's in his uh, moody, moodier, moodier situations. You know, I'm not sure if that makes sense, but when he's, you know, when the day is going a bit weird. And he's going, he's stressing out a bit, you know. But then again, I'm always stressed, so it's like, well, join a club of stress. Yeah, I'm just furious with everybody. I just want to not, you know, part of me wants to leave this job too. But then, where can I? This is where everyone gaslights, saying, well, if you do that, you know, it's your loss. You won't find a better job than this. That's what my dad said. And then again, there's another risk where I could probably meet up, meet the snitch in a random workplace and that'll just be pathetic. And then if she was a senior, she'll probably want to take revenge on me or something. Say, so, oh, well, we meet again. You know, you can imagine those scenarios. Not worth it. The only thing I can think of to eliminate all this is to just go self, just go down the self-employed route, freelance, be my own boss, do what I want to do, and then I won't have to deal with people as much and bump into people I hate, because given you know the experiences I've been having over the past year and year or so, I don't want to go through all that. Sh <laughs> yeah, I won't go through all that shit again. Yep, so I might as well just say it. <laughs> okay. I'm just wondering if the boss knows what's happened with regards to his co-worker. I know he's busy with his own things and he's stressed out about his mother not feeling well. I get it, okay. But then even so, even before all this happening, he was never as switched on. He's in his own bubble. 
I know he's paying this like this management consultant to do manage to do this one of manager jobs but I can see she's been you know it's just very unprofessional and dirty trying to get all this information and then call this per you know call this co-worker out yeah the vilifying I've been there it's not nice well I don't know what I could say to clear it his name. I mean, could I do anything to help out? Oh well. Anyway, uh, switch of sub. Excuse me, a switch of subject. I managed to finish watching the live action of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, I think I'll probably stick to the anime. The live action was, you know, if you watch it on its own, it's. I guess it is what it is. They changed a lot of things, of course they would, just to make it not a complete replica of the anime, which is fine. But I think they, you know, the writers just weren't sure where they were going with the characters. Um, it's a shame, and you know, I saw Ed at the end. I'm not so sure what to feel. How I feel about the actress, it just seems, I know, I, I can agree with everyone saying... This whole series feels like it's like a real bad cosplay and whatnot. It feels very forced. Well, I mean, if they did a live action in the Japanese, in the Japanese, you know, like a Japanese version, I might still watch it. It might, it will be feel very different when you translate everything. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna try and catch other on the fandoms. Since I think the Legends of Tomorrow season seven, the last two or three episodes won't come back till maybe a week or the week after that. Yeah, and I still have to watch Raya Last Dragon. Um, let's see how we go with that. And Thorm's uh, in that uh, boy love drama, Semantic Error. I saw the four short episodes of the you know the webtoon and like the animated film. And wow, yeah, um, they're not holding back on the eroticism in those episodes. I know it's four, four short episodes, but still, like, oh, okay, I can kind of see Som <laughs> as that guy. Yeah, I'll see how I go with that then. Okay, I'll uh, finish up now. Signing off. Thanks. Hi. I just wanted to clarify one little bit of information from the previous recording um, with regards to me mentioning about how the specialists who are the majority, you know, the majority of them are all Angmo um, and they probably don't like the fact that there's this younger person who's not a, an Angmo and, but is, you know, has the skills to back himself up is almost telling them how to do their job and of course they've got their experience years of experience in their field and they feel pretty offended you know I get the ageism part in that respect in that aspect I get it the ageism is never nice and you know for me I'm you know if I see someone who's you know an Angmo who can speak better Mandarin or Cantonese than me of course I'm going to get jealous and then you know if they happen to be getting more attention from my favorite artists for, who you know Korean you know, capable idols or 
J-Rock Idol, you know, not J-Rock Idols, but you know, you know what I mean, just from the other side, you know, from Asia, and I don't get any attention, you know, I do, I get jealous too, and it's because, you know, there is this case of white privilege, like, if they don't have to do, they don't have to jump through certain, uh, obstacles it's just like almost like saying oh you're a white person you know you're you're a white person you audition you know do go to a k-pop audition you sing and you dance and you get through even if you're not that good clearly it's because of you know what you look like and then you've got someone else who's who looks like me and is just as good in all you know all this you know in the singing rapping whatever doesn't get chosen because they're not pretty perhaps like that so there's this idea of white privilege it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor it's there and I don't like it being dismissed so I do think there is a bit of white privilege at work because well look at what happened to me you won't believe what I say but you believe what the white girls say you know the snitch was a white Eastern European of course you believe everything she says and that how she was vilifying me to to no end, yeah, about my mistakes, but making it worse. That kind of thing. For all I know, these people could be doing the same thing to my co to the co-worker I see on a Friday. Yeah, you think he he comes up with L C L Y and he you know, it could be the case. He has some he has the skills, hey Yao Liu. He can pack himself up, though. It probably comes off as really, uh, you know, unprofessional. But he's professional. And, you know, I mean, I, I call out all the East Asians as well, you know, who are just as obnoxious and arrogant, you know, with whether or not they've got skills. When they're obnoxious, I can't stand it. And I just, I find it unbearable. It's annoying. There's that. I think with what's happening now, Perhaps because I'm deep, I've dug deep into this, and I'm kind of involved in it, you know, as like a second party. Um, and this co-worker, I've I've been working with him for quite a while. I only I know only see him like once a week usually. It's, I guess you know it's almost personal. I mean it shouldn't be, but you know. What next? I think the main, the main thing I'm getting out of this is the fact that everything I, I'm reading about, and sensing is just, it's, it is definitely something that hits home. That's the main thing. And, you know, I can give credit to some, some of these people. And especially South Asians, you know, in the medical in the medical field, like majority of them. Let's just be honest. Some of the really, the the big names, or the the very well skilled specialists, majority of them are South Asians. You got a few Southeast Asians and East Asians lurking as well. So I can't argue with that. You really can't, you know. You know, given my Malaysian background. I mean, I've seen different ethnic ethnic communities. You know, Malaysia and Singapore have different communities, so it's like I'm accustomed to it. So it's like okay. And let's be honest, 
I'm in a minority of many minorities, and in the UK, how many Chinese people are there? Not that many compared to, you know, South Asians. It's like that. And how many of them? Are, you know, how many of my, you know, East Asians are from Malaysia? Very few. My time, it was just Hong Kong mostly, and there's a few Taiwanese and Chi mainland China, but. The world keeps evolving. Yeah, so that was the main thing I wanted to then, like, clarify that, you know. I suspect, so my main theory is, these specialists, well, not just the specialists, but it's just the entire workplace is very Angmo slash Guaylo, Guaypo, etc, etc. You talk about discrimination, it's going to be like talking to a, a tree, really, isn't it? And, um, yeah, then you've got the management consultant who's, who is a person of colour, but is not Angmo, so, makes it even more complicated. I really wish there's justice for all, I really do. Okay, I'll stop here, hopefully that'll make sense. Signing off, thanks.